Hey there, movie fans. Welcome to another episode of Tammy the Movie Nerd. Uh, this is Tammy, the Movie Nerd, your host. Thank you very much for uh, joining me today. And uh, so, first of all, let's... Uh, this is, of course, a podcast where we talk about movies and all sorts of different movies and everything. You know, it's all about movies. And so if there's a movie that you want me to view or review, then please uh, click on the comment below. Or you can also email me at movienerdtse at gmail.com. Once again, that's movienerdtse at gmail.com. All right, I've been promising this for several days now, and I apologize for this. Let's talk about the, the Thomas Crown Affair. Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair, I'm going to do the original 1968 film uh, with Steve McQueen, Faye Dunaway. It's directed by Norman Jewison. Uh, it also stars Paul Burke, Jack West, and Jack Weston. Uh, this was released June 19, 1968, distributed by United Artists. $4.3 million was the budget, $14 million in the box office. Uh, I love these kinds of films. Uh, the, you know, I, I like heist movies. This is uh, one genre that I really do enjoy. Uh, it's quite simple. You have a millionaire businessman who uh, tries to accomplish the perfect crime, uh, steals money from a Boston bank, uh, and, um, and then, of course, he goes overseas. Uh, Faye Dunaway plays an insurance um, investigator that investigates this, and it's this great cat and mouse game that, uh, you know, of course, ends the way it does, which uh, I'm not going to spoil it, of course. So, um, you know, he puts the money, you know, he steals the money, puts some of it into a French bank or into a Swiss bank account, sorry. Uh, Swiss bank account, which of course is in, which is uh, confidential. Uh, there's, you know, there's there's so much, uh, really mysterious about this movie. Uh, I uh, this is a movie that was shown on um, that was shown on a uh, on the uh, evening movies. And uh, my boyfriend and I were sitting there watching it. And then my boyfriend liked the movie, too, except he didn't care for Windmills of My Mind. Of course, Windmills of My Mind was the uh, best original song. And this is the 60s, so, of course, the music is going to be a little bit cheesy. But the score is going to be, you know, a little bit cheesy. But still a very good movie to watch. The one thing that I love about this movie is I love the tension and the chemistry uh, between Steve McQueen and Faye Dunaway. Um, this movie has a scene where they're playing chess and, uh, you can tell it's like, okay, I've got you. And then they, and then makes their move. And then the other one's sitting there looking at him like, yeah, and I've got you. And, you know, it just, um, it just goes on and on. But the, uh, that's uh, probably one of the more iconic scenes in this movie is the chess is the scene where uh, Faye Dunaway and um, Steve McQueen are playing chess. And just the tension, you know, the it's, you know, because a lot of uh, movies that have to do with the cat and mouse genres, it's it's almost like, you know, the cat chases the mouse, the mouse gets caught. 
the mouse, you know, uh, the cat uh, basically wants to try to eat the mouse and then the mouse gets away. That's one formula of the, of the story or of a cat and mouse genre. The other one, but in this one, it's like the cat plays with the mouse, the mouse plays with the cat, and they both end up in a standstill. And they kind of both win. You know, there's, it. you kind of get the impression where they both win. And you're still waiting there to see who's going to catch whom. And it's, it's really, you know, this is a, so it's a little bit of a different type of cat and mouse story. You know, and of course you could have uh, the cat and mouse uh, formula of cat chases the mouse, mouse avoids the cat, mouse keeps avoiding the cat, um, cat chases the mouse, but the mouse actually gets away, <laughs> you know, so. You know, when you look at all the different uh, formulas for the cat and mouse, uh, with a cat and mouse type of plot, uh, you could go, you know, so many different directions with this. And the Thomas Crown Affair actually does a very good job with this. Uh, the movie was remade back in uh, 1999. Unfortunately, I have not seen that version yet, so I can't make a comparison. So rather than make an attempt, I'm just going to leave it as it is. But uh, this is a great film. I mean, this is a great movie. If you got if any film student that really wants to see a good example of tension, a good example of, okay, I'm, you know, am I going to fall in love with this person? Am I not going to fall in love with this person? Uh, do I know that this person is an insurance investigator and they're going to try to they're going to try to snag me and they're going to try to trap me. So do I turn on the charm and, um, you know, just have a, uh, do I turn on the charm and, and, uh, try to make this, uh, relationship, uh, not what it is, but yet, you know, it's, it's, you know, you have that kind of a, of a plot of a kind of a mind, it's a little bit more than a mind game, but it's it's that kind of a of a of attention. And when you know Norman and uh, Norman Jewison does a very very good job with uncomfortable tension. And if you look at a lot of his other movies, because even if you look at a movie, you know, like Fiddle Around the Roof, for example, you know, there's a little bit of tension there, and um. Whereas in uh, in Fiddler on the Roof, uh, the the daughters and uh, the future son-in-laws do everything that they can to make their point to where uh, Tevia uh, will allow the marriage or not allow the marriage and break tradition, which is what you know a lot of things in Fiddler on the Roof is about, and you know, and then it creates it creates something that is, you know, that's uh, kind of a, of attention. And then, Hey, you're happy that it turned out that way. It's tension. Oh, okay. It didn't turn out as good as the first one, but this one was good. But then the last one didn't turn out at all, you know? And so, uh, and of course the musical's written that way too. So that also makes it, makes it possible. Um, what about moon? Uh, what about Moonstruck? 
You know, if you if you look at other Norman Jewison movies, uh, one that I love, of course, is Moonstruck. I I think Moonstruck is one of the best romantic comedies ever made. Uh, and also because of that tension, you know, do do I have an affair? Do I not have an affair? I really love my this guy, but his brother is has has more things in common than what we do. And, you know, it, it's, yeah, it, in that, and that chemistry and the tension that's created a lot be- with all these characters is something that Norm Jewison does incredibly well. And this, and uh, Thomas Crown Affair is, ab- is no different. This is absolutely no different. Um, the scenery in this movie, the way it's shot, the way, uh, the way it's uh, portrayed, uh, there is something that is done that was done a lot in the '60s that also this movie uh, does masterfully, and that is the use of the split screen. Uh, that's a big. That was a big movie tactic, and it's been used in so many different movies, uh, even in James Bond movies. Uh, in the '60s, especially if you look at the '60s James Bond movies compared to some of these other ones. The split screen is something that that was used quite common. It was a common uh, tactic. And uh, the opening of this film, because there's so much going on, and sometimes the split screen was used and uh, when they were talking about this movie during the, uh, during the show where they were screening this film, they were talking about uh, something that, that I already knew, but it, it was a good point to bring out. And that's a lot of the times that movie that uh, movie directors use the split screen effect is a way of passing time because you have so much going on. You don't want and when you have uh, multiple uh, burglars or multiple people involved in this heist and each individual has their job. You don't want to spend all that time focusing on one guy and what he does on his job and then another guy and what he does on his job because by the time of the heist comes up, you're going to be bored to death with just catching up with all these characters. And so in the 60s, they did this a lot with the split screen and it was a way of passing time. And so you have what's going on with this guy on this part of the screen, what's going on with this guy on this part of the screen, what guy, what's going on with this guy in this part of the screen. And so you have everything happening simultaneously. Now, in, the, in this film, and this is something that they did very well with the split screen, is, you, is it was synchronized so well in a lot of the places where they did the split screen that it looked like one continuous motion in each one of the screens. And so everything was happening all at once. And it's almost like you're looking at something and you're seeing one thing, even though that it's split into different parts. So there were a lot of really, really good things that were done in this film. And uh, the, it's, this is still a, an absolute masterpiece. And uh, it definitely deserves a watch. And a lot of heist films, there's some other films that have also used uh, that also use split screen similar, but 
this one really used the split screen effect probably the best. Uh, another director that was also, uh, I, you know, that, that did some uh, split screen uh, effects on that too is Otto Preminger. And, uh, you know, and his films have also uh, similar tensions and similar things. And, uh, but the Thomas Crown Affair is, you know, is definitely a very good watch. And I, and I really like the way that this movie was shot and uh, the way that this movie was composed, and it did such a great job. So, uh, this, you know, so if you like a really, really good heist movie, this is definitely a movie to watch, and it's led into a lot of different uh, other uh, other things uh, that happen in other heist movies, and it's, you know, Thomas Crown Affair has been uh, referred to by other filmmakers and the way that they do these kinds of films. So, you know, if you're really looking for a good heist film and yeah, it's done in the sixties, it's going to be dated, but look, the tension, the characters, the chemistry between Steve McQueen and Faye Dunaway, this is definitely worth your time. So, um, do you have any opinions of the Thomas Crown affair? Uh, feel free to leave me a comment or email me at movienerdtse at gmail.com and uh, let me know what you think of the Thomas Crown Affair. And uh, if anybody's seen the remake, um, if you have any opinions or anything you want to share about the remake, uh, that would be, you know, I would also welcome that as well. So uh, thank you for joining me today and uh, coming up on the channel. We got the what's in the collection Wednesday. I do have the movie selected. I'll get to that and I'll uh, definitely take a look at that. Uh, and also uh, the foreign film Friday. I have my uh, foreign film Friday. I think I have the foreign film selected. I might want to um, I might want to look. I have actually a choice of two. And uh, I will go ahead and uh, take a look at both of them and see which one I want to do first. So uh, thank you again for joining me. This is Tammy, the movie nerd. And uh, tell me what you think of the Thomas Crown Affair and have a great day.